Hello, and welcome to the second episode of Reimagining God, where we're taking a fresh look at faith, uh, specifically in a Christian context, uh, but also in the general sense so that these ideas can be applied to any faith background. Now, if you haven't already listened to the first episode, I encourage you to go ahead and do that uh, because it sort of introduces the series and gives you a sense of the purpose and meaning of the podcast and tells you some of the things we're going to be talking about. And it also is where I share my personal story of my battle with depression and mental illness, which led me to this point in my life where I want to share some of these ideas. So, all right. So the topic I want to talk about today is this question of whether people are inherently and generally good or evil. And that's a pretty big question. So I don't expect that this one episode is going to be comprehensive or definitive in answering that. Um, but I'm hoping it will be a step in a new direction. So one of the common traditional teachings of Christianity is this concept of total depravity, which basically means people are completely and utterly sinful, completely evil. There is nothing good in us whatsoever. Uh, The only good is in God himself. And not everyone necessarily agrees with this doctrine, but it is... um, something that is very commonly taught in Christianity. And the question I want to ask is how this teaching impacts us and our mental health. Um, Because I know for me it was incredibly detrimental to my mental health and in my experience in treatment, in mental health treatment, I've encountered many other people um, who subscribe to the Christian faith who have experienced the same exact thing. Um, where this this teaching that we are completely sinful and God alone is good uh, led to a lot of low self-esteem and negative concept of self. So for me, um, you know, I was taught that I was completely sinful, so I viewed myself that way. I was constantly getting down on myself, beating myself up, looking for every little thing that could be possibly wrong with me um, all the time. Basically a lot of self-deprecation. Um, And again, led to a lot of low self-esteem, led to depression, anxiety, a lot of really bad things, um, all of which I get into more detail in the first episode. Um, But yeah, so it wasn't until I got to mental health treatment where I started to learn to look for the good in myself rather than the evil. Um, And this was kind of a foreign concept to me. Like when I first started learning about seeing the good in yourself, I was like, what? But there is no good in me. Like, cause that's what I was taught in Christianity, you know? Um, I, I was like, there is no good to find only God is good. Um, but when I started trying to look for it in myself, looking for good motivations, a good heart, um, that's, that's what started making a huge difference in my well being. in, uh, you know, I started coming out of depression and uh, dealing with anxiety better. Um, not just because of this, because of other things, but this was a huge part of it for sure. Um, it really improved my self-esteem, my confidence, um, my whole life really. Just this simple shift in thinking, um, recognizing my good qualities. So I am starting to believe that we can be good and that we are good at the core. Um, and or at least to see ourselves that way if if maybe you don't believe that we are good at the core but we can see ourselves that way and i'll talk about that a little bit but so how i want to start out um getting into the scripture of it is by asking the question 
who were we originally? And we can look at the Genesis story. In the Genesis story, everything God created was good. Every single time God creates something, um, it follows with the line, and God saw that it was good, including when he made human beings. So we then, at our core, must be good because we are creations of God made in the image and likeness of him. Um, And if he is all good and if he created us, then we must be good too. And scripture even says that. Um, So what is evil then? I believe that evil is a twisted or distorted version of what is true and good. And the reason I think that is um, if you do believe that God is completely good, and if you do believe that God created everything that exists, then where did evil come from? Uh, did evil just appear randomly? Did it manifest itself? Um, it, if it's true that everything came from a perfectly good God, then everything is good, and evil must, it has to be a twisted or distorted version of what is already there, um, rather than something that became all on its own. All right, so basically then we, in our quote, fallen or imperfect state are a distorted version of our true core selves. Um, And we can, we have this opportunity to connect with that core self, that clear image of who we really are. Um, And Jesus himself in Luke 6.45, he says, good people bring good things out of the good stored up in them. And evil people bring evil things out of the evil stored up in them. For out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. So Jesus himself talks about good people existing. Uh, you know, if, he, if Jesus uh, can look at somebody and say this is a good person and talk about good people, then, you know, why can't we? We certainly can see people as good then and have this concept of a good person. Um, and then moreover, Jesus says, out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. So if the good things coming from this good person's mouth uh, are coming from the heart, then the heart must be good. The core must be good. Um, Now, certainly there are countless verses throughout scripture talking about the sinfulness of man. Certainly a lot more than address any goodness. (laughs) But um, I honestly would argue that these scriptures may simply be referring to the presence of sin and not the totality of it. Um, some examples are Psalm 51.5, Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And Isaiah 64.6, All of us have become like one who is unclean, and all our righteous acts are like filthy rags. Now, undeniably, these verses are talking about man's sinfulness, right? But I don't think it necessarily means they're saying that we're completely evil through and through. I think it's just saying that sin is there. Evil or distortion is present. Um, Especially looking at this last one, Isaiah 64, 6, um, all of us have become like one who is unclean. Notice the verb have become. That implies that this becoming unclean was a process and... Uh, we didn't start out that way. Um, of course, Psalm 51.5 is kind of the opposite of that. It does say, surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Basically saying we're sinful, we're evil from the beginning. 
Um, but honestly, I would actually argue that um, this is not talking about our ultimate origin, but simply our origin on earth. Um, it's talking about conception and birth, the beginning of our physical life on earth. But if you believe in a soul, something that transcends the physical world, um, what are the origins of that? And, you know, that obviously differs from belief system to belief system. Um, in Christianity, uh, a lot of us believe that the soul existed with God in the beginning, when he, basically when he created all that there is. Um, and maybe not everyone believes that, but that's something that I was taught. Um, so, anyway, if we look at the Genesis story, where God created all things, that's where our origin lies, truly. Um, and scripture says that it was all completely good. All right, so basically to boil this down, um, it's this idea that we all have sin in us, and that is why mankind experienced the fall. But it doesn't mean we are made entirely of sin. We can't possibly be, because God saw us as good in the beginning and made us in his image. Jesus himself talks about good people and evil people existing. We must not be all good or all evil, but a mixture of both. And I also want to um, I, I want to point out that even if it is true that we are completely sinful, okay, even if total depravity is accurate, that is not how God sees us. So we shouldn't view ourselves that way either. God sees us as perfect because of Jesus' sacrifice. He sees the version of ourselves that is fully redeemed and spotless. So we are allowed to find the good in ourselves and see ourselves as redeemed, just like he does, rather than constantly thinking about how sinful we are. If we focus on the sin, what was the point of the sacrifice? I challenge you to see yourself the way God sees you and see the good. I think we have this mission of connecting with our core selves, our good selves, and wrecking ourselves as neither depraved nor perfect, but somewhere in between. And if we are uh, twisted or distorted versions of our true selves, then we have an opportunity to try to unravel ourselves and get a clear image of the core, the person that's at the core, whoever we believe that to be. Um... And this is where we can start talking about these ideas more in the general sense so they can be applied to anybody. Um, but this is a paragraph that I wrote uh, for myself um, to read whenever I feel like I'm really starting to get down on myself big time and beat myself up. Uh, so it says, I am not an evil person. I am a good person with flaws and imperfections and I make mistakes. And that's okay. It's natural. It's part of being human. What matters is how I think and act once I become aware of the mistake. Mistakes are not failures. They are opportunities for growth. So this paragraph has helped me tremendously because it helps me see that my mistakes are human. They're not indications of my evilhood. <laughs> They're just natural imperfections because I'm a human being. And I'm allowed to be a good person who makes mistakes. Um, and it helped me reorient my thinking a little bit surrounding those mistakes and not viewing them as failures or opportunities to beat myself up, but instead opportunities to make myself into a better person and grow. Um, yeah. 
So I challenge you to try to practice self-compassion. And this, of course, can be very difficult if you're not used to doing it. Believe me, I've been there. (laughs) Um, I still struggle with it, honestly. Um, But try to be gentle with yourself when you make a mistake. Forgive yourself. If you believe in, in Jesus and that he forgives you, then you can forgive yourself too because he forgives you. And he doesn't punish you, so you don't have to punish yourself. Just forgive yourself and don't beat yourself up. And of course, it's easier said than done. I know that. Um, if you're used to looking down on yourself, it's a very, it can be a very hard thing to do. But if we just take small steps, um, we can hopefully get to a good outcome. And another thing is to consciously look for your good qualities and give yourself credit for them. Uh, start deliberately looking for the good things in you or the good things that you do or say. Um, And give yourself credit when that happens. Um, And again, certainly it's very hard if you're used to beating yourself up all the time. Even if you don't think there is anything good. If you look at yourself and all you see is this just mess of a person. um, Which, you know, I've definitely been there. Um, You can just start by pointing out the little things. Like, I made myself a sandwich today. Or I took a shower today. Or I told someone that I loved them today. Little things like that, you can just start pointing out and say, look, that was a good thing. Um, And over time, it can build up, you know, it can sort of snowball. Um, Once you get, once you start reframing your thinking and looking for good rather than bad, um, over time, again, it builds up and you get used to it and you start seeing the good more easily as time goes on. It's basically like anything else, it just takes practice. And another piece of advice that I thought was really awesome and helpful um, from one therapist was, uh, if, you, if you see yourself as, a, as an evil or a really bad person, um, it can be very hard to just suddenly flip the switch and start thinking, I'm a good person. Um, it can feel very foreign. So um, a nice way to start is by simply saying, you know, I'm an okay person. I'm all right. <laughs> um, or I'm not all that, I'm not, I'm not that bad or something like that. Just to start out, get yourself in the, in the frame of mind thinking of thinking a, a little bit better of yourself than, than before. And same thing over time, it, it builds up and with practice, it gets better. Um, yeah. So of course this doesn't mean ultimately seeing everything you do as good. Uh, remember we're not, like depraved or perfect um if something is hurtful to yourself or others that probably qualifies as a mistake and an opportunity to better yourself and grow um we're, the goal at least I, I don't think the goal is to just see everything you're doing as good but to find the good in everything you do meaning if there's a mistake recognize it's a mistake that it hurt somebody uh yourself or others and again, seeing it as an opportunity, an opportunity to um, to grow, to make yourself better, to start unraveling yourself and getting a clearer image of the core self, your true self, whoever you believe that to be. All right, so the way I want to close this out um, with this final thought here is actually with something that uh, was mentioned in the beginning of the episode. It's this line in the Genesis story. And God saw that it was good. I actually want to point out 
one word in that sentence that I think might often be overlooked, and that is the word saw. God saw that it was good. Perhaps the good is in the way you see yourself more so than who you objectively are. Sort of this idea that beauty is in the eye of the beholder and anything or anyone can be beautiful depending on your point of view. Um, So yeah, those are some of my thoughts surrounding this topic. Of course, please test these ideas by their fruit, by the results you see. Um... If, if you uh, decide you want to take some of this on board and start finding the good in yourself, um, you know, take a look at how that manifests in your life. Does it benefit you? Does it benefit others? Um, or is it, is it more beneficial? Does it prove more beneficial to you um, and your life by, you know, rec- focusing on the evil more so? Or, um, you know, recognizing God is the only one who is good. Um, you know, I'm sure everybody's different. I'm sure this this frame of mind isn't necessarily going to be helpful to everybody. Um, you know, maybe it's only helpful to some people. I mean, the whole point of me making this podcast is just me presenting these ideas, a new way of looking at Christianity and looking at God that was really helpful to me. So I hope it can be helpful to others. So yeah, um, test the ideas by their fruit um, and see what works for you. All right. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of uh, Reimagining God, where we lock, where we talked about letting ourselves be good. Um, and I hope you'll join me for the next episode where I want to talk about the question, who or what is God? All right. Thanks. Bye.